all we do is crush a lot. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. Homie boy Cheese, as, as always, my right hand man, Sir Lefty, in the building. We got that you know, on the left today. Yeah, and we have that sexy voice in the background. Yeah. All the way from Sunset Park, Brooklyn, MC Dusk. Dusk, what's good? What's going on, everybody? Everything's good. Hey, good evening. Thank you for checking out the show. This is the top five method man. So we had to bring in the big guns, Sir Lefty, Straight Shooter Podcast. Dusk, Clapsism out now. Clapsism is out now, everybody. This Bandcamp. is a beat off that shit right there, actually. Yep, produced Very by... Very exciting. I produced this myself. I produced the whole thing myself. We gotta let it breathe a little bit. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Do a little Just Blaze on there. A little Just... Well, <laughs> all that. If uh, my speaker wants to work on me, because it decided to go off, look at that. Well, Why would it do that? That's hey. crazy. Hey, stuff doesn't need to be on. No. This is all human error right here. I'm watching it live, y'all. I'm watching <laughs> human it. Error. We love that shit. There we go. Letting that breathe right there. And that's how mm. claptism? Claptism. This is off claptism. Yeah, this is the last joint of claptism. So what, what is it about claptism? Like, why is this project the one I decided, so hard? I, I'm only making music because I like experimenting with sound. So I decided I wanted to do one tape where I did all the beats, I made one long track, and then I freestyled one take over it, and I achieved it. Um, so, you know, you get exactly what I, what that sounds like, you know, like me fumbling a little bit once in a while, some prolific little lines you hear later, like, shit, he just started on the spot, so it's, it was a lot of fun. So, you put all the beats together. Yeah. You put it all in one, essentially a beat tape. Right, exactly. And then... You just went in. I just went in. Freestyle take. One take on the whole thing. And each and beat was created individually. Each beat was created individually on Audacity mm-hmm. from samples. So the list of samples, this is some old school shit. This is, the whole thing was very primal for me. Like just jumping back into some like sample based, um, nice. you know, to the extreme degree. Yeah. Classic hip hop style. Yeah. Exactly. And, then, and then lyrically, you just went in. Yeah. Maybe with some ideas? Well, I mean, a part of what was going on is like I'm examining my life throughout this all and where I'm mm-hmm. at right now, even with music. So when I freestyle, I'm a lot more open about myself than when I write. So that was the whole point. Like, let me do this as raw as possible so you can hear. And everything about my life is in there, you know, just like in kind of like quick little phrases here and there. So but there's that's no the show coming up because there's no way that you know these lyrics. Actually, the idea <laughs> that I have for a show is I'm going to do a new version of this mixtape each time I perform. So I'll have so, the beat tape playing in the background and each performance will be a new version of Claptism because I'll freestyle over that whole thing again. Incredible. That is... Well, that's, that's better plan. than buying it's a ambitious. $2 million Wu-Tang album Absolutely. that no one listens to. <laughs> Absolutely. My shit is free. I'll never sell anything, anything <laughs> You're open to donations. Yeah. I'm open to donations, but yeah, don't yeah. give me $2 million. That's yeah, so make me blush. That, just okay. as an artist in terms of examining yourself and your music, um, it, it's really an interesting idea. Here are these beats that you've been working on that you already have some I put connection. the beats together in like a day or two. Yeah. Well, talking of beats, I got to put a beat up in here. Uh, classic. I'm sure like you that. know what this is. I'll put it up a little more. Now you got me on this one. No, as soon as it comes in, you'll know what it is. It sounds like a... It sounds more familiar now, but I'm still blanking on the name. 
Great idea. Just check it out. Yeah. Even if it's a one passing, uh, check it out. Yeah. And then you can find him. Bandcap, he has more um, have a lot out more there traditional stuff, stuff there. Yeah. And you can see the pro- progression of from there to now. Because, you know, yeah. I've been knowing you for a while. I've been rapping for like 13, 14 years maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, check that out. But we're here for the Decalion Stallion. Decalion Stallion. <laughs> I brought that back. Top yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, Method Man. If you don't know who Method Man is, he's one of the pillars of hip hop in general, but one of pretty much the superstar of the Wu Tang Clan, the Mighty Wu Tang well Clan. Yeah, and well you know, we've been working on the Wu Tang series as we're more in a, we're already past the halfway point. Yep. We just dropped the top five Jizza, drop, yeah. top five uh, Raekwon. So shout out to Sun Blaze for being on that. Another Sunset Park, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. That's how I do it. Um, <laughs> Money Miz out in. Um, Boston, right. thank you so much for being on the show. Um, so check those things out. If you and if you're new to the show and you're an old school head, then you're getting reintroduced to this and you're welcome to come on the show. Question at podcast at gmail.com. You can always share your opinions, your list, your beef with our lists. True. Call us crazy, call us geniuses. That's all available for comments of four. There's only one genius. And if you're a new school cat, if you're a new school cat, mm-hmm. we, this is your time. To make a statement and, yeah. and, and really take hip-hop in a new direction. And if you like that, what's going on right now, music or not, what's great about it is there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like what's on the radio, that's okay. There's a lot of stuff. But we, we really ask people to pay homage mm-hmm. and study your craft. If you're legit about your craft... Right. And you want to be here for the long term. For we could talk about you when we're 60, 70 years old. Right. That's right. Then we want you to really... Uh, do some homework and that's why I love Dusko Muck because he's definitely in the new school vibe of things but he also has a wealth of information mm-hmm. of of hip hop in general growing up in it and having some idea with it by the way that was uh, we don't need no hooks there it is there it <laughs> is now that you're here we don't <laughs> need the hooks Shaquille O'Neal and it did come to me at the very end there uh, you heard my it man Shaq you, man did you man Shaq you know this one Oh, definitely. Hold on a second. Well, we're talking about him right now. This yeah, is the we got man. we got the list right now. This is gonna be interesting because we got different versions. I think of like yeah, some yeah. songs, some yeah. more obscure versions. Hopefully, it, it's if you're out. if you're new to the show, we usually we in all honesty we do a lot of post production, right? Meaning we're we're talking, but we don't hear anything mm-hmm. on the on the monitors. 
Um, there's no beats playing or nothing, and we have changed the formula. Right. Uh, so now we hear beats and we hear and we're react, reacting to it. And we, I like that. Let us know if you like that. We flow in 2017. Yeah, I know. That's what we're so, you. All right. So let us know. But Method Man, classic album to Cal uh-huh. was the first one out the gate after the Wu Tang Clan right. dropped their landmark album 36 Chamber Takao right. came out uh, nice 10-12 songs uh, came in strong the superstar of the group um, and really blew the door open for the entire clan yeah. with the masterpiece Takao um, of course the lead single uh, Bring the Pain yeah. encapsulated Killer. everything that was Method Man Absolutely. in terms of that dark imagery the charismatic style the presence the the at times uh, menacing and dangerous looking mm-hmm. um, but a bit scary a bit scary but he has a fang, the fang fronts the fang, fang fronts with the with the with the wow, contact yeah, lens and the bus yeah. mm-hmm. but still captivating still captivating and still a superstar charmer and you see that with the mega single All I Need um, when with Mary J. Blige I don't think that's on the original um, but they took the remix Puffy did, did the remix it turned into a radio song and it turned him into an icon in hip hop, um, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. now he's like the 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 urban, uh, you know, lady slayer. You know, <laughs> the <laughs> panty raider. The panty yeah, raider. I don't, I don't know where. I don't know what you would call him now. Yeah. he's doing everything. He's yeah, acting, he's hosting. He's, he's doing freestyle rapping. battles with white girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's another whole different thing. He's on deuces, right? He's on the deuce. Yeah, yeah on, on the HBO. Deuce. So he's all over Season the place. And then you know, after that, we have Judgment Day. Um, yes. Which came out right at the time where um, the Y2K thing came out. Perfect mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a classic like Takao, but uh, definitely a worthy part two uh, mm-hmm. to come in. Not out. a classic album. Got classic songs on there. Though. Classic it's songs on those, it. But yeah. this is the when RZA started pulling back and doing mm-hmm. other things. So you see other of the Wu elements in there. Mm-hmm. Followed by the prequel. Um, Takao Zero. Takao Zero. And that was a lot more hit or miss. A lot mm-hmm. of Eric Sherman beats in there. A lot of RZA beats trying to mesh it together too. And that's hit or miss. Has some good songs in there, but as an mm-hmm. album, it never reached Takao. Yeah. And then we get it into uh, 420, mm-hmm. uh, which is for me a solid album, uh, underappreciated. I got a copy of 421 signed still. It got dust written on it Dope. from when he dropped it. Virgin Megastore. So th- that's a, a, a nice like revival to to the sound, and then we have Meth Lab, which was, in all honesty, just a clusterfuck <laughs> of everything that I don't it was like. A comp- about. Yeah, it was like a compilation. Yeah, a compilation, and it I happens. don't know what it is. Yeah. And then you forced me to buy the album with the. Uh, instrumental companion with it and yeah. I hate that give me oh, the that they, I didn't even yeah that was the only way I heard to it buy it I didn't, ah. that was the only, that's the only way I could find it. it he's trying to put Staten Island the whole purpose of that he's trying to put these Staten Island rappers on yeah. is the deal you know which is cool I no I it. hear it but it was, it, was, not a it, was, it was you know it was garbage yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, he still got my money though so I know, hopefully but we'll talk about that later but we're here to celebrate because outside of those he's still a beast in the Wu-Tang Clan yeah the last so called Wu-Tang album came out I say so called but I don't know if it's a Wu-Tang album <laughs> um, Method Man's was, album which one yeah, yeah the Red Man album I don't know I don't, I don't know what that was Math Man he was still like the star of it like yeah. he was all over it and, and solid man this is the bad thing about it I gotta keep the tracks running man there's a lot of pressure man this is a one man band we were just talking about that <laughs> yeah, yeah you're doing band. it um, so he has these legendary Verses and and moments in hip hop and and mm-hmm. you know his song with Biggie the Watt uh-huh. is, is an icon in, in itself. 
he has tons of singles all over the place and collaborations. So even if you're not sold on his album, there's no denying that he is a premier MC, still on top of his game, a unique voice, which I think startled and caught people's attention originally. Um, he hasn't I, lost his bars at all oh, in, he in has, his career. No, he hasn't lost his bars Despite at all. what Joe Budden might have thought. Yeah, um, Who's Joe, who's Joe <laughs> anyway, right. uh, so I actually like Joe Biden, but, yeah, me too. but he's out there. Um, so yeah, so let's go right into it. our top five Method Man. Hey, if you're checking out the show, uh, we appreciate it. Um, check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. If you want to be on the show, crushalotpodcast at gmail.com. Anybody who comes on the show and participates in the show, we send you out. Um, free Crush A Lot t-shirts as a, as a thank you um, the new orders are coming in so it's a perfect time to get involved um, we got the next orders uh, the next shipment should be out uh, by tomorrow so check your mail um, we don't let you know when it's coming we'll let you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's out there yeah. um, so we appreciate the support so let's go right into it um, number 5 we're going to start with Dusk uh, right. where are you which your number 5 my number 5 uh Straight from the Chappelle Show skit, uh, at least in title and premise, is Kanichiwa Bitches. Um, that's on 421. And that's uh, a RZA produced track, uh, which was important for me for the choice because it was the, you know, his last real album, Met, right. and, and the RZA joint. And it's not just whack. It's not like corny, you know, like just because of the name. It's a great song. Very interesting type of RZA beat. It's not a traditional kind of RZA beat. Mm-hmm. And it slaps. I mean, there's not much I can say about it. Konnichiwa Bitches, you know. Yeah, this this is a, a dope song. Um, it isn't a a weird RZA beat. Like if even that statement is weird because he has mm-hmm. some far out yeah, there. He goes beats. out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of using more modern drum patterns, uh-huh. um, and this is Meth trying to come back and be like, no, I still got this. So right. I found it strange that this song found its way in the album mm-hmm. because it it's a step away from what I like about Method Man, mm-hmm. gritty, menacing. I'm the dope MC. This right. takes it like they still want to hint a little bit to the mainstream mm-hmm. side of him, which I think what hindered his mainstream appeal was that they want to mainstream his music. I like so the much. song because I feel the opposite about the song. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> it's just like the the rudimentary approach RZA took to the beat. The old school just looped the shit. You know what I mean? Right. right. And you got some joints on this album, like this, the joint with uh, Lauren Hill or whatever, where there you yeah. could t- you could see the appeal for mainstream there. Right. I personally felt more like this was trying to get closer to a more old school meth and RZA approach. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah yeah I, I would agree to a certain extent, but I think the RZA is the only one who knows how to produce. Oh yeah, meth and his voice. There's yeah. something about the way he produces his voice that is just he had a plan for him from the beginning. Yeah. You know, he when was just Eric like, Sherman beats just don't do it for me. Right. So yeah, right, right. Um, that's right. a great number five. Sir Love Day Straight Shooter Podcast. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. The Well Endowed. Thank you, thank you. That's what the streets say. That's the well endowed. I heard it had its own Instagram page. Jeez. It does, yeah. but it's a private page. So it's I a private really page, invite it. only. Damn. Yeah. I was invited, but <laughs> I declined. Well, number uh, where five are you, number here. five? Number five here. Uh, really, just a, a statement choice for me. Uh, as you see, normally, for those who've been listening to the show for a while, you know, when I make my list, it's usually I'm trying to paint a picture about the artist. And so this time around, I really wanted to paint a picture for meth. And I'm starting with uh, not exactly a song that I go to much for meth, uh, but it's still a song that I think is a good representation of the way that I see Method Man in the the hip-hop stratosphere. 
this song to me points out his ability to to be a hit maker, to be the party guy. You know, mm-hmm. something that you weren't always gonna get from a Wu Tang record is a right. song that you could throw in the party, a song that's gonna get banging in the club and not just get somebody punched or stabbed, but a song that people could actually party. And, and you dance might still to. get punched or stabbed to this and one too. And you this could possibly get punched or stabbed to. Yeah. Uh, so that that this why this song, what's happening, uh, meth bus. and bust rhymes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great record for me in this particular slot because it shows that side of meth, and also just reminds you that meth is a little crazy. Yeah, a little and, bit. And when it comes to his flows, he he can jump to wherever he needs to go. Mm-hmm. There isn't really, while there are certain beats that fit him better, there are really no beats that he can't get to. Right. Uh, and so here he is on a record that sounds like it was made for Busta Rhymes first. Right. <laughs> and yet. He still fits it just as well. Makes a great chorus out of it. Makes a record that works for me here. Yeah, this this is the lead single off of the prequel to Cal yeah, album. Yeah. Um, you could argue probably the only song worth talking about in that album. <laughs> yes, there's only a few on there. There's only a few, yeah, but this is if you're gonna do one, this is this is a good one. Arguably a good one at the height of Buster's popularity, um, and that probably the turning point for. Uh, Method Man in terms of what direction he was going and he's still pro- proficient in everything he does but this is a great choice number 5 mm-hmm. uh, what's happening um, I'm gonna go to, back to the 420 what Dusk did mm-hmm. um, and it's the one beat uh, it's a RZA beat um, it's sort of the end of the album it has a bunch of other features uh, Raekwon's on it and the RZA's on it but for me the beat in combination of Method Man's um, voice and how I like my Method Man is this gritty, mm-hmm. low-key, menacing vibe that I initially got from Yeah, Method this is Man. more in line with what you're talking about for sure. This mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. Method Man I love. Presidential yeah. MC. Sure. And this is pre- Presidential MC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my number five. It's man. just it's just what I want my Method Man music to sound like. <laughs> yeah. Like this is Respect. eerie, creepy stuff and every time I hear this song, I get the chills because I, I feel like there's something about to happen. And that's how I like my Wu Tang music and that's how I like my Method Man. Because that's how Method Man was introduced to the world. I'ma bring the pain. M A T H O T Man it right. was a very bouncy track. But there was still a, a, a menacing mystery going on with meth. And sure. now that we know him so well, it takes away that allure a little yeah. bit and with the whole clan in general. Yeah. And I just love that they were where this sound is coming from. So for me, Presidential MC of the 420 album. Yeah, and Dirty, yeah. Um, the scratches in it, the Raekwon mm-hmm. verse was tremendous. The RZA had brought his cadence down. RZA always rapping his um, ass off, always. And so f- that break right, right here. Mm-hmm. And RZA finds these sounds that are just like, and the drum beat is like boom, boom. Yeah, the bass it, is It's Presidential MC, mm-hmm. my number five. Dust, where are you? You're number four. Um, of all the All I Needs, all I need is the Razor Sharp remix. Uh, <laughs> is that second one. Um this shit is crazy. What's crazy is most of us, I'm going to speak for myself, grew up with All I Need, the you know, the Diddy version right. being such a huge hit, dude. Like, yeah. an enormous hit. And then you hear Takalia, like, oh, the original so different. This beat is somewhere right in the middle of just, like, hmm. harder, bigger, more grand. Um, and the beat is just awesome, dude. I, the video for it is great. Um, I don't know. I, I This is my favorite version of the song, I think. 
at this point in my life. That's fair. And you were young at, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Trying to find that Mary J. Blige mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know which rooftop. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. She's just getting, getting the Mary Yeah. Right. All I need is a great uh, pick. And for a lot of people, be their number one, right? Because this mm-hmm. is some mainstream audience, white people, um, <laughs> probably were introduced to uh, Method Man through this landmark collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And there's different versions of it. This mm-hmm. is yeah. one version. Mm-hmm. Then there's this is the, the album second version. version. Yeah. And right. then there's the Diddy remix mm-hmm. uh, version. All three of them out at the same simultaneously. Yeah, they all basically dropped the singles, and they were all good in their own merit. You know. Yeah, and but. you either like the one you like. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm more privy to the original. Mm-hmm. You yeah. like the remix, and mm-hmm. a lot of people. Most people like that Diddy shit. Yeah, they yeah, like that like Diddy. Songs. And I grew up on that one, so I don't, I don't hate it. You know. Yeah, I no. can't get mad at it. Right. I, I'm more with the album as well, but mm-hmm. you can't get mad at any version. It's, it's a, a great pick. Song. All I need remix, the Razor Sharp remix. The Razor Sharp remix. Um, and that's a great, great, great pick. Uh, Sir Love Day Straight Shooter podcast, Crush a Lot podcast. Number four, where you at? Number four. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to painting that picture for you. Mm. So I gave you that first pick around was. Method's ability to be that hit maker, uh, to give you that party record, and then number four is is right back to Method's ability to punch you in your mouth, right? Uh, to to remind you that he's from the streets. That uh, doesn't matter how many movies he does, it doesn't matter what TV show he hosts. That um, he's still a project kid mm-hmm. who's from the hood, and that's what he's about. And he came to hurt you. Uh, he came to spit. He came to, to do his thing 100%. And there's no diluting or, or, or lessening the threat mm-hmm. of Method Man, regardless of where you might have seen him. So I'm going to bring the pain. You got somebody like Ken- Kendrick ripped this beat like a, like a year or two ago mm-hmm. on the radio. It was a big deal. But it, of course, it was good. It just brings me back to the original, though. Of just course. like it was great, but the original is so dope, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say anything but love and respect for this to... The beat itself, the production is fantastic. To take just a little vocal murmur and just kind of right. stretch that out into a full beat is incredible. Uh, and then you, you for, had this on you in one of your top Rizzo beats. Yes, it definitely is. Oh, okay, that's a good choice. Um, and then, wah, 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 wah. yeah. <laughs> and wah, then you wah, add wah, wah. just Meth's uh, uh, MC skills. The mm-hmm. man can rap. Can rap uh, yeah. And if if we had time, we'd go through all of the crazy bars in this. But mm-hmm. the boy could go down. Yeah, so and I four. love that he added some of that. A reggae, urban reggae type oh, yeah. of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. it. It just added a layer of uh, sub, another layer mm-hmm. on top of this very sound simple but very complicated. And he brought that to song. the album and a few mm-hmm. tracks too. Yeah. So you could tell he was kind of like bringing that in. He was dabbing it in. And yeah. I think that that reggae um, underground scene goes very well with Wu Tang. It's not mm-hmm. the first time they do anything with Junior Reed that they did. Yeah, it was right, always. Right fantastic it Always. just goes well go so it was great when that comes out and you have uh when it was a little stereo yeah. and i'm like it's just it was like who made this decision this yeah. was fantastic uh-huh. um so great number choice uh, and four bring the pain lead single off to the classic to cal album didn't uh to cal was on the method man was on uh, Desus and Desus and uh, Mero recently. And I haven't he, seen that yet, but I know you should. And he broke down what Takal actually meant, oh. and I totally I wanna, forgot. But well, it was like something <laughs> keep us together, something like that. Oh, and it was like, nah. and it was like one of the most positive nah. things 
you could ever hear that you never knew. <laughs> nah. And it just changed your whole perspective. Like, no way. really. I've and literally then, only ever heard of Takao being referred to as the kind of blunts they were smoking which yeah, were laced with PCP yeah, back yeah, in the day. That's, 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 that's why he's met the man. That's even... No, even, I'm sure. But he said... Honey, so he had to flip it. Look it up. Someone look it up and hit us on our <laughs> social see it, media. See that, and then he also broke out because they were like, yo, so you were the first one out the gate. And he was like, nah, that was by accident. Mm. The first one out the gate was supposed to be ODB. Makes but sense. he never finished the album in time because he was too busy doing ODB things. Right. So Method Man came out first. Mm. And I'm like... He's too busy doing <laughs> ODB things. <laughs> he just broke my mind. But I'm going to go right into my number four um, while we're here. Oof. We got to play that that track right there. That's a true master track. Absolutely. Uh, not a RZA track, but it's one of my favorite beats in the Wu-Tang catalog it gets me hype mm-hmm. I'm sure I love they bop in his head this is off the Judgment Day album Dangerous Grounds with Street Life um, on Street the Life. feature his boy and this is like how do you follow up a classic album like Takao you had all this time to produce it all Cuban Link time. came out Return of 36 Chamber came out uh, Forever uh, did Forever come out at this I, yeah, point Forever, forever came out you had uh, Liquid Swords and mm-hmm. Iron Man, and then mm-hmm. it's now your turn to come up with the follow up, and you're already like five, six years waiting. They had, yeah, things were working against them because of the things you're saying. Like it, it made it difficult yeah, for him. It, to, it, yeah, and then it's a solid album. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was a good follow up, but this one and a handful of the tracks really remind yeah, me that this out. is this is this is Method Man, not right. mainstream. Let me push. Let me squeeze all the money I can from this persona. <laughs> this is like, this is closer to I believe who Method Man is and wants to be. I agree. Um, and for me, I had to put it in there because anytime I need to get hype or remind myself who Method Man is, I always go, good choice, man. go back to this one. The beat sensational, his rhyme sensational, street life and him work very they well together. Yeah, and and it shows throughout this album. So yeah, dangerous ground. That beat gets me hyped. Shout yeah, out to good. True Master. That was a True Master doesn't get enough credit. He, this album he started to get a lot more shine on, which made me very happy. Yeah, actually. he had a couple of songs in this. He's a album. he's a gangstar dude. He's he's from that camp. Yeah. So, Dangerous Ground number four, Dusk. On that album, I like that we we you know we're connecting on these albums here. Judgment Day actually, uh, mm-hmm. the massive single off of here. This is the song that when I was watching MTV as a kid, I was like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> this whole Like when like, you like the imagery and everything. The imagery. The, yeah, I remember the video striking just being like, this is, first of all, it's like Terminator. That's dope. Right, right. You know? And the energy on this is what I was looking for in a Met the Met song. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like This is the lead single of Judgment. I believe it's yep. the lead single. And it's also impressive because I only found this out much later that he co-produced this with Fourth Disciple himself. Yeah, one of the only ones he ever did. So that's awesome. Like it just like it adds more of his energy. If you think this song sounds like him, it's made more the fact, you know, once you realize he produced it. Right. Um I love this song, man. Just the simple nursery joint like he's like off of mm-hmm. like his, you know, first few songs. See my pinky, see my Yeah, thumb. exactly what I was thinking, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I love this song. Yeah, my Method Man's the king of hooks, right? Yeah. For the Wu-Tang. He was definitely... This song has hooks, a, man. a very catchy hook yeah, right. as well. Countdown. And, and the, the beat is tremendous. So, no. um, and he just came in and... This is the version of Meth that... If he's trying to go for that bigger, wider audience, that mm-hmm. I love. 
Right. Because he's still Method Man, and he's still conceptually Method Man, but he's not changing his grittiness. It's right. like a very futuristic, gritty sound. It's futuristic, it's, right. Because even the, the skit behind this is very like, I love misery. I love this. Yeah, I it's love dark. this. Yeah. It's dark. So uh-huh. this is an extension of this. I am dark, and I'm going to celebrate my darkness. Right. And that's why I love this track so much. It's and a the great, beat great travels track. so much. Like It's not mm-hmm. just yeah. the main loop. It's like all the different synths doing this and that, yeah. this second and that second. So he got away with doing a much simpler, I think, lyric, but ultimately the song is so strong. Such a Absolutely. strong song. And it's one of the last ones on the album, too. It's like Yeah, which is amazing yeah. if you're the lead single. For a 30-track album. Yeah. You're the last <laughs> track there. Great choice, Sir Loveday. Where you at <laughs> with your number three? Uh, well, my number three actually has already been mentioned, except oh. I got a slightly different version. Oh, yeah. I like this. So yeah, yeah, that's right. All I need, except we're going back to the album version. Uh, okay. So, like Both produced by the Rizzo, so yeah. he's, he's yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. So the wow. reason why this one sticks out for me, um, for me, one, all I need sticks out, of course, is a part of the image of who I see Method Man as, right. partially because of his ability to reach so many different audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time in hip-hop where you were one thing as an MC. Mm-hmm. If you were the conscious rapper, you were the conscious rapper. Yeah. If you were the gangster rapper, you were shooting things up and selling drugs in every single rhyme. Right. And there wasn't a way that you could be the shoot things up every single rhyme. And if you were the, the loving guy, you were LL and that's it. Right. And now, uh, Method Man was demonstrating, no, 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 I can, I can stab you on the last record. Right. And then hold my girl close in the next record. Yeah, it's true. And, and here we are. It's great for a love particularly song. Particularly on his beat, this version mm-hmm. kind of brings that extra uh, hard edge yeah. to a song all about your love for your right. girl and how great she is for you. And I love the fact that he could be one of those guys to do that. There's not a lot of MCs who can actually pull that off. And one wonders if RZA was trying to aim for that with the beat when he made it or if it just happened to be that way. You know, either way, it's kind of dope to think about. Yeah. And uh, so it it sticks out for me for that. And I love those those darker beats of of RZA's. Yeah, those drums. Uh, Those just work for me. Yeah. Method Man on this song is like became the urban like lover boy, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He talked about this, too, on the show. Was that he never wanted the this song to be as big as it was, or even wanted it to be a single, mm. because he didn't want to be that person, I see. or that you know some people want to put their music out, but they don't want to that adulation. Right. right. That's kind of method man. And it makes sense because that's how he is now. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's very private dude. He's, yeah. He doesn't want to talk about his life like that. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. But this is a great choice. It, it's. Whichever version you win, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, and it's I think this urban love tale is a real thing for people in the hood. Like this right. is how we deal with it. This is how we. Yeah. And he spoke the language that we all relate to, and it was one of yeah. the first times that we, it wasn't like trying to get a girl. It's like I'm, I'm right. I'm you're gonna hold me down, I'm hold me down, mm-hmm. and you don't right. need a ring to be my wife. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people operate in that space. Yeah, and that's a part of what I really loved about the song is. Hip-hop, as far as speaking about women in the past, has been very much from a position of, I'm a ladies' man. Right. I have multiple women, and all of these women love me. Right. I'm great. They love me because I'm amazing. Right. And here, for the first time, he's going, no, no, I'm not talking about a bunch of women. 
Some of that woman. That particular woman. This particular woman. Yeah, the Wu-Tang did that very well. It's amazing. <laughs> this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is who I want, and she's great, and I'm glad to have her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not from a big uh, braggadocio position. He does share his little lines, but it's not about that. It's not about how, how great she is necessarily just in the bed. Right. It's... This is a great partner what to have great, in my life. What a great life. woman you are. What a great great woman. But, you know, every woman tends to judge things. So my number, my next one is got to go back to Judgment Day. Hey. It's always Judgment Day. Uh, it is always Judgment Day. Yeah, so and we talked about <laughs> Judgment Day right before. So not much I can add to it. Right. I needed to put it in there. I've been waiting for this new Method Man project for years. I've had a lot of his verses throughout, littered throughout the, the Wu-Tang pantheon. He's By great. that point, Wu-Tang is, 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 you'll get your Method Man fix right. through all the other features, but I want that Method Man album. And then he dropped, the visuals came out for Judgment Day. And my head was exploded. And he had the, like the, the Scott Steiner, a meeting over his head <laughs> and he was Scott decked Stein. out and he's in his throne with with the big stick and he still has that missing eyeball with the with the yeah, like the big black eyeball yeah, the big black with the back with the grills but with the grills the weren't gold teeth. it was it was a shark teeth and the visually he was uh, so ahead of it yeah um buster mm-hmm. was still the king of the visuals but mm-hmm. method was still rooted in grit and dirt yeah they were both on this tip around this time, actually, like the like the end of the world kind of like, and yeah. they both did their Extension own level, of, level yeah. event. They yeah. both did their own great version of that too. Yeah. They were and not, you know. So yeah, Buster was doing that for every album for like five. Yeah, years. he was leading Anarchy, up to it, yeah. yeah, and then he, yeah, yeah. So I think this is a great follow up. I had I had to put it in because how do you follow up to Cal and the rest of the legendary mm-hmm. cuts from the Wu Tang? He. Here's Judgment Day, right. and it's like, mm-hmm. why? and it's not a RZA track. So now you have producers who are close to the same level of RZA. <laughs> this is gonna be a great ten years. Right. <laughs> well, we'll talk about what happened, well, but that's, that's on a different uh, episode. Yeah, but but, but yeah. this was great. I needed to put it on and pay homage to to Judgment Day and and Fourth Disciples a beast, and we're gonna have them on the Koshala podcast show soon. And you know, so and we're gonna talk about a lot of Fourth Disciple tracks. On the next episode that drops after this one, when my man Wise King gets on the show, we talk about Killer Army, mm-hmm. and that's and Killer Army is just as important as Wu Tang for any Wu Tang head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my number. Where are we? Three. Number yeah. three. Judgment Day. Um, Dusk. Before we, we're gonna ask him to cut a freestyle, so I'm gonna prep. Hey, hey, I'm not freestyling. Um, <laughs> we'll see about that. He's making beats though. He's making beats yeah, in the I mean, cut. He's I telling us. Beats. Oh, um, uh, where my are you? Second with your one. Number two? Um, just so y'all know, Tikal is my favorite album of his. I think every song in there is classic. Every song on there, I would argue, is my favorite Method Man song. But for the sake of versatility, for the sake of looking at his whole career, kind of like you're doing, I like uh, Shaolin What off of the Judgment Day album quite a bit. I, we talked about this a lot, but I, my beef with the album is that it's this huge clusterfuck of like 30 songs and like <laughs> not all of them hit. And there's like 18,000 skits. I'll listen to the album most times. On a playlist minus all the skits, right. and it bumps for sure. Shaolin What is, is is considered a skit on this, but it's really just a short kind of like let Meth do his thing for a second. And this shit is eerie, it's evil. He wrecks it. I love the song. Dude. I, I think this is a true masterpiece, or or fourth to seventh, one of them too. It's one of those two. And let me rock this for a second. It's focused, man. Mm-hmm. Has a little bit like a Western feel to it. Yeah, I, actually, that's a good point. 
I'm sure that's her fourth disciple. It's probably fourth. You know, also the transition between his first album to this one, he was moving away, I think, from the off the top energy craziness and more to like structuring a verse right. to be out of control. Punchlines out of control. You know what I mean? Energy never missing a, a pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like that too. He was I like putting that. down the dust. Right. Uh, so, saying that, Sir Love Day. Yes, sir. Number two. Number what two. you got? My number two uh, is. It's about the same sort of feel. It's it's the it's a record to me that again I, I love Takao. This was a huge moment for me. Takao for me was a, a bonding moment for me and my big brother. We listened to this together a lot, and this particular record was where we kind of brought in at the time our our only other sibling, my sister. Mm. We were going, listen, we need you to come in here and sing the beginning of this record. <laughs> So we can together perform the rest of this record loud as hell in the house. <laughs> and that cemented Alicia Delph in, in our in our family and in our life. That's um, awesome, yeah. <laughs> but when you add to that just the fact that it's a great song yeah. off the great album, uh, where Meth, of course, is rapping is behind off. Uh, and it's just a further demonstration of the fact that, that Meth is an MC. You know he's he's a consummate MC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can sit down and, and look at all the different aspects to his career and talk about his acting and talk about you know his presence and uh, his voice, but at some point you need to actually look at those lyrics and mm-hmm. dissect them and recognize that the man writes incredible rhymes mm-hmm. uh, from the way he carves flows that no one else was doing mm-hmm. long before that the rest of hip hop decided. You know what? That's the thing we should all do. Yeah, he was crafting incredible flows, and long before people thought you could, you could actually rhyme like that. You can pair these things together. Before onomatopoeic rhymes became something that all sorts of rappers do, that that Eminem built almost every album at least has a one record where he's doing that a bunch. Mm-hmm. Meth was doing it, he was yeah, leading sure. the pack and leading the way with that. So this particular record is a, is a personal favorite, a, a family connection. But also just a great example of him as an MC. It's Taquita, right? Not Blue Raspberry. <laughs> I think that's Taquita, yeah. Not Blue she came Raspberry. Out a little, little later on. Yeah, man. yeah. Here's the thing with Release Your Death. It's my least favorite song on Takao. I think I knew I was going to say that. <laughs> it is. If people have it on their yeah. list, I totally I totally get it. And usually me and Sir Love Day are, are very polite. I think you're crazy <laughs> for putting this on your list. I really do. Because it's my least favorite track on the album. I, I don't know why it doesn't jam with me. It's still good. It's a classic album. But top five net? Nah, man. I'm going to have to be like, nah, man. Now, I don't know if what is about the horns that bothered me. or There's something about it that is, doesn't resonate with me mm-hmm. very well compared to some of the other songs of the Cal. This is the first song when you flip the tape. Right? So that's also important. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it. No, I'm going I'm to I'm play this. Hold on. <laughs> Hey, hey. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that's it. I gotta think about it again, but yeah, I'm surprised it landed on your list. I mean, you gotta, you gotta just consider, you know, beyond where it sits for for you sonically. Like for me, it's a fantastic beat, regardless of, of whatever it came from. The beat is fantastic to me. Those those horns work for me. I'm a I'm a big brass funk guy. Me too. Those makes things sense. work for me. The the sounds make sense. Everything about it is dope to me. Even the the singing uh, along with it, 
the pace the screaming for me. The screaming. <laughs> yeah. 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 All of that is... I'm not saying it's a good song. I'm surprised I'm not that five five. So I'm going to go right into my yeah. number two um, because you're facing me. You're facing... Well, now we're facing off. So <laughs> better be stay away to heaven. So, so right, now it's, it's, it's Sir Love Day versus Cheese and that leads Damn. me to my number two, Meth versus Chef. Hey. I love Meth versus Chef. See, he got oppositional for a reason. Yeah, there. of was, course. Oh, it was a setup. <laughs> I don't set people up intentionally. <laughs> uh, Meth vs. Chef is uh, just the, the beat for me is once again this very simple beat by the RZA that really showcases it's his MC. Top 10 for sure, yeah. And it, it and it it's the end of side two. Um, the whole idea that you're battling your own crew and then you go in. And take him out. Mm-hmm. Ray didn't have a chance mm-hmm. against Meth. I wouldn't say that now. This wasn't his domain then. But no, no, no. But but either he was willing to take that L, yeah. or Meth just just decided to be like, you don't have a chance. Yeah. Like, and and it's amazing song. But Meth was, I think, when Meth is paired up with certain members of the clan, he is out to be better than them and I can mm-hmm. tell when he's hungry and he was very hungry in this song and was not gonna let anyone come on his album and outverse him yeah and so with the track the drum beat with Raekwon being solid and Method Man just coming in in a battle mentality mm-hmm. that's his, his domain he, that's oh, his yeah. domain and then you know it's an extension of torture mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. a salute right. to what happened on right. 36 Chambers when right. uh, Ray and him were playing torture and then of course they did Meth Fresh F Part 2 on Wu Massacre mm-hmm. um, I just love these connections and I want to I want to hear more and I mentioned to you that. last time too the idea the premise behind the song is that they're battling for the, the beat that intros it which ended up being guillotine on Cuban mm-hmm. Links correct mm-hmm. And that's just dope too. Like the concept of them battling yeah. over a beat, and they, he still got it, you know, and he still got the beat anyway. Yeah. And Guillotine is one of my favorite, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a triumph. And I don't know that I see what you're saying about Ray taking an L. I think somebody knew, maybe RZA, like it's gonna be a great song no matter what. Like we're gonna get these we're two all guys look going. Good. We're all gonna I look just good. love the fact that at that point the clan was willing to take L's yeah, for absolutely. each other, and everyone did that for Method Man. Like they were vulnerable. You, the first single I, I'm talking about, radio single, was M E T H O D Man. Protect Your Neck was the street single. Right. Right? And then here he comes with his debut album, the first one out the gate on purpose or accident, it doesn't matter. Everyone was willing to highlight you. The clan is not really even featured that much in, in Meth's album, the, the right. way they are littered throughout the rest of the catalog for Wu-Tang. So I just found that interesting that like, yeah, you're going to be the star. We're going to ride you back for the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And that, that just speaks volume. And, and he delivered. And, yeah, and I like on a short album, 11, 12 songs. Yeah. So yeah, that, that had to put that number two. Good choice, man. Meth versus Chef. Good choice. But we're here in the number one. If you like what you're hearing, check us out. Crush a lot podcast. Gmail.com. Check out Dusk on Bandcamp. Sir Love Days. I'm sure his, his, he'll find his SoundCloud for his racial <laughs> SoundCloud because they try to take him out. Um, I'm sure they're going to take us out because we absolutely do not follow any rules around here. Um, so yeah. we'll be down soon. Um, so where are you with your number one? Dusk. So again, from my favorite uh, Method Man album, a triumph as an album, if you ask me. Uh, the song is Biscuits. Um, one of my favorite beats, period. One of my favorite Method Man verses. And, and one of the things I love about this song is that the bass is so strong on it that you can barely hear what he's saying on most of the track. 
but you can you like you know what he's saying like if you listen to the song enough you know verbatim he rips the shit he's talking about uh pulling your brain out your ass with a hanger like all this stuff is just out of control like all oddball stuff um it bounces um your mama don't wear no drawers i saw when she took them off you know like damn standing on the welfare line he was just going all the way in um it's got a great bounce uh it's right after the first track which is is dope you know a great way to intro it it's fun you know because he's good at being dangerous and scary but it's it's still fun like it's still it's a lot inviting. of bounce, bounce to it it's mad bounce to it it's dope man i love the song yeah that's that's a great pick this is the good balance of mm-hmm. all the personalities and mm-hmm. style of method man but that's met different methods for yeah. the way he does his stuff and biscuits a great pick a lot of people will have bring the pain all yeah that well i was talking to you before like i'm not a it's hard for me to do lists because it, it's so difficult to you know it's just so many yeah. i mean y'all know yeah. i mean you do this Tough. all the time but um something about when i thought about met the man and like my first time listening to a full album like biscuits immediately just pull my brain out my ass with a hanger so and sometimes to, it just that has to be your number one so yeah. first thing that comes yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense sir love day you took a little wild card with this the next your choice what's up this with this because here's what here's what happened and i'm glad that you picked biscuits because when i was putting together my list the first records i you know when i got the text first thing i was doing was on my ipod writing down uh my notes didn't even go to my playlist or anything. I was just like, let me write down first songs that come to mind. And the first songs that came to mind was Tikal, Alicia uh, Delph, and it was Biscuits. And I was like, these are these are the records. These are the ones that just got to fill out the rest. Mm-hmm. And then when I started putting together the rest and started trying to put together the story of who Method Man was for me, I realized I had to go back and put in the record that kind of opened the door. Right. And really kicked my head in on this is this is the guy his origin, right? his origin basically. Yeah, yeah, this is this is how I'm gonna really rock with this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I initially wanted to put one of his other verses because the very first thing that made me really stop and pay pay close close attention to Method Man was the smoke from the lyrical blunt makes me. <laughs> Ooh. And just replaying that in my head and just going, oh my, why? How did he? Why does that make sense? Why? Why did right. I get that? Why did that sound good to me? That doesn't right. make it doesn't right. rhyme. It's not a word. <laughs> How does he fit it in a what? But I had to stop and go. You know what? There's a song that had that feeling. It was Method Man. It was the uh-huh. song that introduced you to him. It was the song that kind of showed you what made him stand out from the rest of the clan. It was a song that really shook hip hop. <laughs> kind of had everybody like, man, this. <laughs> yeah, these yeah, dudes is a problem. Mm-hmm. What is going on over here? It was, it was amazing. As much as we all loved "Protect Your Neck," "Protect Your Neck" was the record for us mm-hmm. in the streets, and and Method Man was the record to make the entire hip hop industry go. All right, we got to pay attention to them. Yeah, and they deserve focus. They deserve. Meth got that Def Jam deal, man. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He got that Def Jam deal. Yeah, they yeah. dropped that on uh, WBLS back in the days, uh-huh. and then yeah. Def Jam came calling the next day. You know, so. The that's why five year plan came in effect. Mm-hmm. I had to jump into this M E T H O D. I'm glad it's on there. I'm glad it's really on the list. That off the Wu Tang album. Off of the original uh, Breaking the Rules, which is all good in the Crush A Lot podcast. Hey, my, a lot of people might have that number one. <laughs> and, and that's a solid pick. It's hard mm-hmm. to. Those. Man, those songs have so much emotional weight because it's a yeah. timestamp to our childhood. Um, of course. So it's hard to listen to some of the newer stuff because it's not going to hold we're not 
so as vulnerable as we used to be. So mm-hmm. music doesn't it, music does impact me, but we we listen to different music now mm-hmm. um, because our audience is is people who make music for us. They're older now. So what's out there in the radio is not necessarily what speaks to me and my sensibilities now. Mm-hmm. That's not knocking it. I think that's the generational gap we have. Mm-hmm. So this is a great pick. I, I had to go to my number one. Mm-hmm. And when I think about Method Man and I think about my obsession with Wu-Tang Clan, as everyone knows, I do. And I, there's not almost nothing I don't know about Wu-Tang because I absorbed them and, and how unorthodox they are, but yet how... Uh, centered to urban culture they were and I identified with all those things and I mm-hmm. just felt like a, a bunch of misfits um, you know and I had to go with what the blood clot as my number man. one it's a good choice man because this is how I want my method man to sound <laughs> so I don't care how he sounds to you or mainstream right. bill no, that shit is awesome. my version of Method Man that I adore is this gritty, hardcore, mysterious, get out the way, baggy jeans, Tim's, hoodie, one of my eyes covered with contact lenses. I love this. And this song, for me, is, is everything that makes Muscle Man special. The, the cadence, the little nuances he uses in his voices, the simplest beat, and he destroys it. The beat is so raw. Like it. He had no choice. That's why. That's how I feel about Takalik. Like, I think my beef... Not beef, but what it comes down to for Method albums for me is that he. Can, I don't think he can strike an album. I don't think he. I don't think he can do it. And there's no knock to that, you know. Some people, but he had RZA fully behind him on this first joint, so he couldn't escape it. You know, he was trapped by these incredible beats. He's just delivered, man. You know, RZA was the safeguard. Like we're not releasing anything that's garbage. Or he at least had an idea of how to craft an album at that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so yeah. So and they all benefit from that. But this this is for yeah. me is is what I think about Method Man. And I think if you look at my list, they all have the same kind of theme to it. Mm-hmm. Menacing, mysterious, gritty, full of char- charismatic energy flowing, but not enough where it takes away from where he is. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like my Method Man. So that's my top five. Um, Sir Love Day, Dusk. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Top five Method Man. If you haven't had a chance, comment on our iTunes uh, podcast um, section that helps mm-hmm. us so much if you could comment gives gives the other bigger audience the ear of just hit up us up on the social media Crush a Lot Podcast on Instagram Crush a Lot Cheese on Twitter Sir Love Day on everything uh, I'm gonna give you my real quick college undergrad on uh, Instagram uh, hit that DBSK on SoundCloud 0D0U0S0K0 on Instagram as well uh, just check DVSK on anything, whatever. Uh, and this, yeah, this is my joint. This is on YouTube here. Um, Dusky Rose, check for me on there. You can look however you want. You'll find this. The song is Yes, Y-A-S. You'll find it there too. you find it that way. Yeah, shout out to Dust for coming on the show and, and putting his passion out there for it to be you. enjoyed and also ridiculed for all those Absolutely. people. Absolutely. So he'll take it. Shout out to Prosper. They listen and they yeah. ridicule him. We love the idea of putting a beat down and freestyling right over it the whole time and absorb it. That's a dope idea. So check him out, Bandcap, all that Thank good you. stuff. Crush a lot podcast. 
We're out. MC Escher with the nature sketch, scribbling your death. As predicted by the clairvoyance, give it to me. Yes, I'm close to the edge and stepping busily. Yes, you step and fetch us. My steps go jangle zesty. Yes, I'm Stephanie McMahon. No man can test us. Slightly west of my destiny. Manifest ampersand. Making filthy tracks with the hand percent. Yes.